Yeah. It's time to eat my ass. Time to eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about my ass And how you eat it It's all about my butt And if you can beat it My ass on the throne How can you unseat it It's all about my ring And if you can clean it I am the mark You don't want to play me The super mark No way you Hey everybody Everybody yeah. yeah. Fuck All right, Tulo, shut the fuck up. Sorry to be an asshole today. You know what I mean? But there's way, way too much shit to talk about. Now, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where we talk about wrestling. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling supports the podcast. If you don't, I don't know. Eat my ass. But look, holy shit. We are, uh, uh, this was supposed to be a bonus episode. We were getting together to record the bonus episode. Uh, but I think this episode's too important to uh, put behind the paywall right now. Um, so we'll make it up to you guys, or maybe we'll go into overtime or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We didn't even talk about overtime. it yet. Overtime. Because it's just like uh, the news that's going on right now. I saw the news today. Oh, boy. Um, wow. Everybody knows what's going on. We all know what is happening. And we all need to discuss it so this is gonna be on the main feed holy shit we are at uh, tulo's here uh tiptoe with tulo at tiptoe with tulo tulo's oh, here he's supposed to be at the pool with some beautiful babies right now but he's now on the pod because we needed to record you know what's going on we are on the precipice right now of a monumental shift in the world of pro wrestling um because we can talk about the Vince McMahon thing and we definitely will uh-huh. But actually, what's kind of more interesting to me as I sit down to talk about it is what's I'm already looking past Vince McMahon right now, you know? Yeah, because uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Odds are that I think even if he survives this in some capacity, I don't know. It feels like the Vince McMahon era, I feel like, is kind of officially closed uh, in my mind. Now, that seems crazy to say, but we're on the precipice of, like, Forbidden Door. And then I'm thinking about, man, if he's gone, Stephanie takes over, right? But we don't know what's Mm -hmm. up with Shane. Triple H's health is all in question. You know, you would think Mm -hmm. we all thought Vince would step down, uh, Ruth, like, what we thought Ruth Bader Ginsburg would do, right? Like, during the Obama administration, she would get off the Supreme Court. And when Triple H and Stephanie are in their prime, right, Uh uh, they would take over. But he stayed too long, similar to RBG. I'm making this way too political. But Too long uh, or too low? She stayed too low. Many are saying that <laughs> RBG stayed on the Supreme Court too low. Um, <laughs> the seat was too low. Uh, she was a short woman, uh, as many of us uh, Semitics are. But I'll say this, folks. Uh, dude, like, there is this thing. There is, like... I don't know if I want to go there. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go there. Let's just stay here. But it, I, I'm going too much at leading into the politics of it. But it is interesting. My, one of my first thoughts was like, this is a thing that happens when you don't pass the torch when it's time to pass the torch. You know, like okay. Stephanie 
And Triple H, when NXT was in its prime, Triple H should have taken over, right? That's just like, mm-hmm. he. they led to the rise of AEW, right? Because Triple H had a vision for what professional wrestling is, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and what he did is he created AEW, you know? And now you have Triple H in a weakened state, you know? Um, and, and you have Stephanie in a place where it's like, does she really want to do this? Who knows? She stepped down. This not Shane left the company during that rumble in weird circumstance, you know, and, uh, there is something to pass in the torch at the right time now. All right. I'm all over the place, but let's just talk about the, it's when, um, situation, you know, I mean, so, you know, <laughs> the weird thing about this is that. Uh, uh, Vince McMahon, this is not remotely like surprising behavior from Vince McMahon, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, nor nor any old white guy with millions of and billions well, of dollars. He's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. Just myself. lumping him in with all billionaires is almost is almost uh, tri- tri- trivializing what's like the man of Vince who is so. Uh, uh, you know, him and Trump are the only two I can think of who are like so unapologetically like scumbag billionaires. Yeah. You know I mean, he's I mean? going on SmackDown tonight. You know, like that says and enough. That, of what you need. to me is the story of it all. The that is the story of the day to me because it's like, all right, Vince McMahon paid out this hush money. First That's- of all, not just like any kind of hush money, three million dollars, a substantial amount of money. Like an yeah, insane amount of money. Him. If not you think a- of not for him, but in the scope of how these things are handled to pay three million dollars to one person uh, is kind of frightening to know that that you would spend that kind of money to keep whatever happened quiet, you know? Well, I mean, he was just, you know, I mean, I don't really I mean. I just don't know. I mean, it could have just been an affair, and then he was like, we're going to fire you, and they're like, we're going to talk, and then it was just a big payout. But, yeah, you're right. $3 million is excessive because that feels like something that, like, 100K would do the trick, you know? Well, that's, I'm just, and I'm going just it, on Stormy Daniels' uh, rate. Well, that's kind of right? what it was. That's kind of what it was, too, is that they, like, increased her salary. So, like, these things start. Is that what happened? Just, I actually didn't even look into the details because I'm such a mark that I I'm always just like, eh, you know. So, so the story, the story that came about was an anonymous email was sent to the board of directors stating that Vince McMahon hired this employee who, from what I re- can recall from what the story was, is the person was a lawyer but never passed the bar. So they hired her in the legal department at like $100,000 a year. And they started, Vince and her started to have relations, uh, however you want to call it, affair or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then as an incentive, gave her a raise to like $200,000, right? And then what happened was she became increasingly uncomfortable with the situation and how the way she was being treated. Apparently, there was even talks that like she was so upset because like Vince kind of handed her off to like Laurenitis as like a, like a toy almost like here, it's your turn kind of thing. Wow. And, wait, can I just take a step back? Hold yeah. on. I, I, I didn't know all these details came out. I actually thought, 
I didn't know this was like well, an employee of the company in that capacity. Yeah. I read an article before we started recording and it said none of Oh my God, dude. I oh thought, wow. You're I didn't so know gone. Any. You're you're so gone. So you're gonna you're gonna you if we didn't go over that, you probably would have thought my what I'm gonna say is like over the top and unnecessary. Yeah. But like here's the I thing. I thought that's that how he just had an about. affair with some of the company and then they're well, like, here's... We're gonna let you go and they're like, I'm gonna expose you. I thought it was way more like so it was an NDA that she signed and given three million three million dollars to keep quiet about whatever was going on, right? Also, if you take a couple steps back too, when John Laurinaitis was hired rehired as head of talent relations, there was a lot of rumors that people were very upset with that because they don't like Laurinaitis and the way he treats people. So you kind of start to put the pieces together and the puzzles together, right? This is obviously behavior that was put on display for a long time of our lives where we kind of knew who Vince was and what he was all about and literally wrote himself into storylines with women and stuff like that. Like, and was the history repeats itself of horrible behavior towards women and Lita and this and that, right. And you go down the line, check, check, check. Like, I mean, it all lines up. And now what happened is, is it comes to light because the board of directors get wind of this and Technically, he was using company money to pay off her to be quiet. So if this is the case, the board of directors demanded that he be oh. he step down as CEO. See, I thought, and this is kind of like breaking. Also, just it. real oh. quick. Another, did, another when quick, did that part of it come out? Because I'm still yes, looking at articles all, that, that don't all, say all that. Just, just follow Sean Ross up. He's, he's the best at what he does. He has wow. all the insiders. He has all the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and then the other part is... Um, what was the other part? I don't know, but it's 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 insane. So you know, oh, he's still on as like doing creative, creative stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, which is like just insane, you know. Like, and now he's. I mean, we're about to see it in a couple hours. He's going to start off the show, and and here's my. So now that you have all that, do you have any response? Because then I really want to get into what I want to say about the situation. So yeah, well. <laughs> Because I have so funny I because have, I I wanted to go right into the, the the I wanted to talk more about the kayfabe implications of it because I'm like hey well how, what am I gonna like I'm not involved in this situation but I didn't know like um I, I guess I didn't know it was like well, almost kind of, more no. like a Roger Ailes kind of situation I thought for some reason I thought this was someone he had a consensual affair with who was kind of blackmailing him and then he paid company money and he was in trouble because company money but it sounds like this is a situation of someone who might be uh like uh groomed or um was someone who was in uh uh uh, uh, uh manipulated by a person in a significant position of power right right so exactly. that's actually not at all the situation that i thought it was so yeah. that's not, not that i gave it much uh uh uh, uh thought which is also kind of scary because it's like vince mcmahon is such an similar to trump He's one of those characters where the lines are blurred between the character and the man where it's like him coming on TV in a weird way excites me because I'm like, oh, man, like you have something like pressing and real to discuss. You know what I mean? But then when you're like, hey, this is again similar to Trump where it's like, hey, this fun has gone too far. You know, like now it's like this character is bleeding way too much into like now you're exploiting people and now you're actually, you know, it's funny to say certain things, but like some of these policies actually like with Trump, it's like, I don't know. I keep going back to Trump, but like it is because it's someone who crossed that line of like, oh, this is entertaining, but policies you're discussing actually affect the day to day life of a human being, you know? 
Yeah. So uh, and 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 someone's well being is on the line, and you're a person of power. You want to have that power comes great responsibility, right? And that requires a sacrifice to yourself. So yeah, that's those are significant allegations against Vince. That's crazy because I saw it was an employee. I assumed it was a, a wrestling talent, and that also came from me hearing about just hearsay things about Vince in the past. Um, and, and consensual things that has happened with him in the past, you know? And I was a little bit like, oh, okay, this is just how it goes, and they kind of all play the game, you know? Uh, but that's not at all what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, so here, here's here's how I look at the whole situation and where I now stand. I kind of, like, it kind of, like, hit me, and, like, in order for things to change in this industry, which is notoriously known for horrible horrible behavior towards not only the talent in general with not giving them uh benefits and not allowing them to unionize and having them on independent contracts yeah and and then going even starts from the top baby more horrible things as not safe work environments constant abuse of women and uh definitely not equality throughout race, gender, and and sexual uh, preference, I would say, you know, right? So now is the opportunity. For so long, I think we've all just gone on with business as usual. This is the thing. Vince is the, is the WWE is the be-all, end-all. AEW's in here, but nothing has really changed. You constantly still hear a story. Tony Khan makes mistakes. Um, there's so much shit going on in the indie scene. But it's never going to change unless they can actually, the WWE can actually do something I think very important here, which is get Vince the fuck out of there. Don't let him anywhere near the product anymore. You have Stephanie come in. You start actually taking care of your wrestlers. You create a, a healthy work environment for not just wrestlers, but staff too as well. Um, and I really honestly believe that if they take this opportunity to do those things, it will completely change the landscape of wrestling where people will be healthier. The, the product will be better. People that more talent will want to gravitate and come here because they now know it's a good place to actually work instead of it being this horrible fucking place that and thing that we always hear of. I mean, now you look at Sasha Banks, who's now reportedly being released and you go like, well, fuck, she probably was so sick and tired of being treated like shit by Laurenitis and everybody else that that's why they walked into the room and dropped the titles on, on on his fucking desk, you know, and said, fuck you, we don't need this. We're tired of being treated like shit, not as equals, and they left, you know? Like, so if they're going to do something, and I think, honestly, as much as she is in the family, I think Stephanie is the perfect person. I mean, one of the best things that the WWE, done, WWE has done in the last five years is evolution. And Vince did everything in his power to make sure that that never existed ever, ever again. One of the best things in WWE history is NXT Black and Gold that Triple H created. And Vince did everything in his power so much to make sure that that never succeeded. So if they're going to do something, now would be the time. You have to put Stephanie in charge. 
you start treating your wrestlers the right way. You give them the benefits. You take care of them when they're supposed to. You lighten the load on scheduling. You have Triple H come in. You create the content. You listen to the fans. And you turn a fucking new leaf. Because right now, it's so important that they just don't let this fucking go on as business as usual, which it is with everything else in this fucking shit. It, every single time this happens, if you got money, you're going to get away with it, and then you can go on. I mean, fucking Deshaun Watson got $250 million guaranteed paid to him with 24 allegations of sexual abuse on his fucking uh, up against them. I mean, like, now is the time. Set a fucking example. Get this guy out of here. I, 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 if he fucking comes on screen tonight, I swear to God, Dan, if he comes on screen tonight and does the old rope-a-dope and goes into fucking character, I'll lose my mind. Like, I really will. Like, I truly will. And I think it will be a fucking slap in the face. Like, these, this, is, this is a man that made sure that the announcer said how unprofessional Naomi and Sasha were being by leaving because it ruined their main event on a Monday Night Raw. Right. And this guy's going to fucking come out here and fucking do it. I'm heated. I, I truly believe that if they're going to do something, they should do it right now. They should set a fucking example. They should, and, and they can really do a lot of impact for in, in a good way. And I really honestly think Stephanie is, is, is the perfect person to lead that. And that's why she stepped away. Think about it too. Oh, all of a sudden triple H gets sick and he has to step away. Shane leaves in January. Steph takes time off. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I, I think that was all kind of coordinated now, you know, um, well, not, no maybe shit, not the Shane but like, thing, but I think the St- Stephanie clearly saw this coming, right? Yeah, and she had to get away with it because she couldn't stand being around it, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I absolve Stephanie as quickly as you do, but whatever. Um, uh, uh, you know, I think feel like they're all kind of whatever. Yeah. What well, What do I no, know? I, I At that. the end of the day, really, like, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I feel like this this broke and it was crazy. I've been so busy, and you guys will hear what I'm busy by. Uh, busy with and I'll, I'll get into that but like i didn't know all the uh the details of that i um i i yeah i mean like look i think vince i, I was operating from a place of vince being done this seems like huge and also just you know from anything i learned from hey i don't know like the <laughs> the tv you know i'm literally yeah. watching uh like ozark right now and uh and uh succession it's like they always try to push out the old guy you know what i mean and so uh i i feel like this is probably the uh, he's 75 years old it's it, it feels like it's it you know yeah for Vince, it's like he's out of date he's out of he's he's couldn't be more out of touch for longer you know um and he's been you know as much as we go back to the to the pipe bomb and i guess my brain just sell barky it's like there's always been this thing where Vince a lot of times feels like he succeeds despite himself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's made so many fucking mistakes, including him just in his negligence creating AEW, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think, look, that I don't know why I'm lumping in uh, any kind of, like, sexual misconduct with with all that, but it is to say we all have a weird relationship with the the man and the character Vince McMahon and we all you know you know it is, it sounds weird to say at this time but there is this respect for him as the the father of modern pro wrestling that we love you know from the attitude era till now you know and he huh. created so much so it's like you know it's hard it's 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 very difficult it's separating the man from his art and with him it's even more complicated because 
the man is his art. So with him, it's it's like if some you know if you have someone like a Woody Allen and you're like, I adore this movie, like I love Annie Hall, right? You're like, fine. I can love that movie, but not, you know, you might be able to, and this is a big argument, separate from Woody Allen, the man, right? His art. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's it's ongoing debate throughout time. But Vince plays himself on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And everything he does is some heightened version of himself. And things that he does sometimes are real. And there are, you know, he is, you know, he he, he, he was on the, like, covid committee remember like he's real you know and so with him it's even it's even been trickier and i think for a long time really all of us and i don't blame us have all kind of had to turn a blind eye to vince a little bit because we love wrestling so much and well he also went away oh no no Mm. we're not christina we're talking about serious stuff oh my god christina We're literally talking about. What are you talking about? All right, Christina. Literally, we're talking about sexual assault allegations. Ooh, okay. Perfect timing. <laughs> no. All right, go, 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 go. I'm about to edit this out. I'll just dance behind you. No, Christina. I literally can't. I can't post that. All right. <laughs> go, go, go. I think you can. I think you can post it. Okay. Hold on. I was go, getting go. comfortable. Oh, what? she's leaving. I was getting comfortable. Oh man. We literally. It's, it's the only episode that's so serious that like yeah. Well, it's not the it's not it's not even that it's uh, I'm actually kind of grateful for the uh, the break in the uh, series. Yeah, okay. Like, I got my feet up, Christina. Ooh. I was getting comfortable. Uh, Christina we literally as she comes into dance, we're talking about Vince McMahon's sexual assault uh, allegations, and, so it's just, uh, and you're playing Sasha Banks music. We weren't at the point where we talked about Sasha Banks being released. Uh, oh. I mean, it's it's less allegations, but also those are kind of truth. tied. But boy, oh boy, does wrestling have to make everything so fucking uncomfortable? Can we get to this place where it's all just? fun again well that's well that's what i'm saying though dude and that was my whole point is that like this is an opportunity for them to do that like if you wanted to get there you have to fucking make a change and they fucking need to set the fucking tone and the example like now is the time get rid of this old fucking man you know what none of us ever want to wish death on somebody but you have the opportunity to get this fucking guy out of there finally get him out of there get him away from the business he's bad for the business now he does not treat people well he's never taken care of his wrestlers and now is the time to have someone come in who has always looked out for the women and who's always looked out for the wrestlers and actually has a good creative mind about the business who's been involved in the business her whole life with a husband who is probably the one of the best of all time Boom. And if it yeah. if that doesn't happen, then they're just going to sell and Disney's going to buy them and we'll probably never like WWE ever again. Or we might. I don't know. But it's either going two ways. It's either yeah. they're going to sell or it's going to be catapulted into the right direction. I would say it's more 60, 70, 30 sell right now. I, I, I think that WWE is, is headed for disney plus you know what i mean yeah like, i mean i i think that which this, wouldn't be the worst thing but like who knows what the product will look like after that well i think w- once that happens once wrestling's taken that, see that's this so let's let's get Wait, past. i want to can i say my opinion yeah sure okay, so i think it's time oh wait hold on hold on hold on hold on time out i think it's time 
to celebrate. All right, go. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Nice. We should celebrate because Christina loves we Sasha should. Banks. Well, I hope and she so goes like, to AW. Like, I'm she, like, if Sasha Banks I'm like, pray. I mean, that would be an absolute game changer. Legit. Sasha Banks in AW would be very sick. It would be it. They would it would catapult that woman's division, and she would come in there and make sure that that woman's division gets the love it deserves. All right, let's Christina dance and I enlighten the mood. I appreciate you, Christina, really coming quick, in. Can we just show my trick? Yeah, show your trick. What? Show your trick. Oh, okay. All right, here's the trick. We're keeping it light here. Okay, for those that are not watching, you sh you should. Christina is now they're in in the desk chair. Christina is upside down, ass. I mean, they're in. They have assumed the eat my ass position. That was that is Christina's version of the eat my ass. Uh, yeah, that is one hundred percent. I mean, and probably more of a deadlier submission than than the one I did. Let's start, let's give it up for Christina for lighting. You know what? You lighten the mood. I thought you came in and the timing was weird, but what you did is you lightened up this podcast, which was getting serious. Because uh, there's so much yeah, wrestling shit to talk about. We really, you know what? Like, bye, Christina. Thank you for your uh, addition. Thank you for your it. service. Thank, thank you for your service. service. <laughs> thank you for your service. That was great. The timing was so weird, but it was so fun. It worked out. Want me to be a part of the rest of the podcast today? Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Get out of here, you crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> Tulo says you gotta go. Tulo says you gotta go. Okay. Play bye. with a cat or bye, something. Christina. I don't know. That anyway, wild. Yo, here's the thing. She's in great shape, by the way. You guys been? He says you're in working. great shape. No, Paula's that sick. She's, you know, she's not. When people she's give you com when, right Christina, now. when people give you com compliments, you oh should god, learn to accept them. Yeah. Okay. Stomach is rock solid. You're looking jacked. He says you're looking more jacked than Dan. No. All right, I Christina. 15 pounds. I hurt my knee. All right. Yeah. Well. All right. So great. here's the thing, Tulo. Okay, I want to finish up right. the last point. I don't. We're not going to go backwards. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay, you, Christina. No, only forward. Uh, uh, uh. I, I want to move a little forward here, and and and. and but I want to say is that, you know, it's it's it's. I remember. It's it's. We have a very conflicted relationship with this guy, you know, and at the end of the day. Some of it, it's not all for, like, us. You know, we live in the bubble of, like, we live in the world of Twitter, and everyone has an opinion. Everyone's the jury, uh, uh, judge, and executioner, you know? And really, at the end of the day, it's like, listen, ho hopefully this thing is handled correctly, and if Vince is gone, it was handled correct, and he's got to go, and then wrestling can move forward, and we can appreciate uh, the, the three-dimensional elements of the world, which is that Vince gave us so much great things, you know? He gave well, us so much great things, yeah. and then also was like many people was flawed and made mistakes, and and uh, and 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 you you know if he gets taken off of this company, could there be a bigger punishment for this fucking guy? I mean, this is his lifeblood. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon he steps down, he well, they remove him from WWE entirely, and then he literally dies the next day. You yeah. know, uh -huh. like hundred percent, like right? uh, like uh, Joe Paterno. Yeah, like Paterno, Paterno like died Paterno. like right, right Same. after all that crazy this shit happened. fucking warrior. Remember, warrior came back to Raw. Oh yeah, and he died the next day. You know, yeah, he celebrated him for the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, well, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I try to like smooth things over, but I can't smooth. I can't smooth this. Nothing to smooth. But you know what? 
It's just, look, man, I, my whole fucking life I'm watching this guy, Vince, you know, like he's such an, he's such an important part about like my personality and shit. It's so weird because of like how much the attitude era uh, yeah, uh, framed okay. me. But at the same time, <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's, it's you're not, right to love. <laughs> This is not a. Uh, you're not making yourself look too good right here, right now. I this mean, guy, his, oh, he's his whole thing framed me in the attitude era. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I'm an attitude era kid. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you saying. I, 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 I don't really like him at all. I'm actually like weird thing is like I'm actually not like him at all. I'm more like I see myself more in the Stone Cold. Like I like that he was the bad guy, and yeah. also like you know what I mean. So truthfully, it was the character. Like I'm not. I'm not like power hungry like him and the shit like that. But. All right. That all being said, whatever. Let's see where this. Let's see where this situation, this situation goes. But what I was trying to get to in the beginning of the podcast is saying like why I was kind of trying to brush past it. First of all, I didn't know all those allegations. Like you know, so that's fucking crazy. And hopefully that's dealt with properly and legally. You know. Well, I and, here's the thing I I wait, like to I, do. Wait, the thing I wanted to say well, was that I wanted to just jump to. Uh, we, we can go. What you're saying, but I'm saying I finished my point. It was like, uh, is I was trying to jump to the place where WWE is where it's like it's interesting that i was getting to the more fun aspects of it, where it's interesting that like tonight roman is kind of gone right now he's on a part-time uh, uh, uh he's more part-time than anyone expected you does know? he lose the fucking titles and he's wrestling matt riddle on the right on the smackdown that's probably gonna have the highest rated smackdown in since who knows right and because vince is gonna be on it to open the show and I would say I would say don't expect big numbers. First of all, I would say because this is the kind of moment that you don't have to tune in to watch. It's going to be on the Internet right away. Everybody's going to know about it. it's going to be live tweeted about. So I would say at most. My dog is farting and it smells fucking so terrible right now. At most, I say a bump in ratings to like two max two and a half million viewers. That's it. But I will say that the clip that they have of him, whatever it chooses to be, whether he comes out as Vincey Claus and announces the women's tag team tournament or he comes out and actually denies and says the allegations are false or whether he comes out and I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Honestly, who the fuck knows? I don't think it's going to be all that big of a thing. All right. In maybe, terms I'm, of maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe I'm just hyping it up. But but I, but OK, look. Hopefully that gets dealt with because Nia Jax had a, a tweet that was about it. Like, I, I remember I saw that, that, that whatever, we're going to go back in there. Let's see what happens with this Vince situation. I, uh, uh, whatever. Cool. It, it, it will be interesting to see. You're saying like WWE going into this forward direction. Interesting. WWE is probably going to get sold, right? So. It's funny because it's like, man, I have no idea where WWE goes. But boy, oh boy, Randy Orton. I'm just let's keep it in the kayfabe. Randy Orton is reportedly out for all of 2022, right? Possibly, yeah. They're 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 scared that because he started feeling more pain that he might need surgery, and if he gets surgery, then he's out for 2022. When it comes to those things and injuries, I'm always a little bit weary because I think they say okay. those things. Yeah, I think they say I'm those expecting things. Expecting this. I'm expecting there's a potential riddle. Yeah, let's go. Wins that fucking title tonight and immediately Both. gets RKO'd, right? Oh, or or I think it's actually longer than that. I think Riddle wins. Roman goes away for a little bit. I think I think Randy will come and return. I think they have a match at SummerSlam. I think Seth wins the briefcase. I think Randy wins the title at SummerSlam. And I think Cody then returns at 
Royal Rumble to win the Rumble. And somehow either Seth is going to win the title before Mania or like, you know, cash in or like prevent Cody from winning. And then that's like Cody maybe comes back before Rumble. You know what I'm saying? But I think Randy, Cody and Seth are all tied together for the future of the championship match with the injuries and everything. Can you imagine? And if that's the case, the title and then WWE's creative starts just like going in like a really good direction. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, WWE's- I can't imagine they should just listen to what we say because we're really fucking good at it. OK, I'm like getting <laughs> oh tired of this shit. I I mean, weird. So let's just go to uh, man. There's so many places to go, but let's just go into like. All right. So let's just talk about me for a second. Tulo. How do you feel about that? Well, okay. oh, fucking love it. So. Weird because I, I, uh, I know you're. We, me and you had a conversation off air one day about like um, maybe like spirituality. I don't know how you sum it up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, um, I'm not a spiritual person. You know, we know that you say that, but I say that right, right, right. I'm not a spiritual person in the sense of like. Uh, a man in the sky or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I don't even consider myself spiritual in the sense of really anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, but but the more I talk to my friends who connect with spirituality and, and uh, identify as spiritual people, I see more where they're coming from, which is it's more about a mindset than anything, you know? Yeah. And it's more mm-hmm. about, like, projecting uh, ultimately, like, positivity and mm-hmm. projecting an energy out into the world of, like, how you want to be, A, perceived and telling people what you want. And ultimately, at the end of the day, what I see it is about being someone that people want to be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that – so, like, what I've come to um, believe in is, like, what you emanate, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so – Energy. People, right. And some people – I get it. They want to take that in some in some kind of tangible form, right? Like mm-hmm. charging a crystal, right? And like mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, shit, that ain't me. But like, I get wanting to have something you can hold, right? You know, because mm-hmm. you're like, or or wear something because it's like a symbol, right? I mean, we're all right. watch wrestling, so how can we not believe that? It's like you don't believe that, like when Warrior put on the paint, he felt different when the paint was off, you know? Some version of that, right? I love that. You know that because it's like, why is it different for me when I perform with sunglasses on over off? I feel so guard. If I stand out in front of a crowd with sunglasses on, and I've only done it for characters, I never like did stand up in in sunglasses. Right. You know, you, there's like a shield up. You know, it's like you're in Big Daddy Frankenstein, yeah. right? Where he could put on the visible. Yeah. Right, y'all, I can't see you. Where'd you go? Some version of that, and we're all like some version of that. I'm right here, Sonny. So like. <laughs> I think, like in a way, it's like, yeah. I think that I, I, uh, I've been, I've been working on like, you know, some version of that. Not I can as, tell. Not as labeled as that per se, you know. Well, not, I not, would. Uh, let me analyze it for a second. I there think is, there is putting, a point to where I'm going. By the way. Okay. Well, I, I think it's less about the spirituality aspect, and it's more about you putting your energy into the direction where you want it to best be received. And I think that has a lot to do in your craft and what you're doing. So like you are doing a lot of shows, your comedy, you're putting all of your good energy into that. And it's in turn, it's getting a lot of 
really good energy back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's I think so- in turn, what that does is make you a happier person. So in general, you're in a better state of mind and a better state of happiness, right? Yeah. I, I know you're still going through your normal anxieties and things and life things, but when you take a step back and look at it, you get to see, wow, I have this tangible art of work that I'm producing that really makes me happy and fulfills me in ways that I know is not possible unless I have to mentally put my be aware and put my energy into that direction. And when you do that, that's when you're most successful. And I can directly relate to that because yes. I'm feeling the same way. So yes, I, I, right. I, I've seen that behavior in you. Uh, I see uh, 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 Christina will have some of that behavior but it's interesting the reason I bring it up is because it's like <laughs> WB has always been a place that I think for me personally has emanated negative energy right yeah. and like and that's the most oh, yeah. that's the most hippie woo woo shit I've ever said in my life right mm-hmm. but just to put it right I don't I'm not I like that. that I love it though it makes I, sense I'm not like that but what I want to say is that that is a place that for me has told me no, no, no. And not uh-huh. productive no's. You know? Not productive no's where it's like, hey, we want you to get better and then you'll be here. No. This is a place it's like disorganized and like fucking abusive. You know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and like every time I've been to a place where I'm like going to get hired by this place, when I go in there, everyone I talk to emanates the shit I'm talking about, right? Uh-huh. Everyone, the culture there is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do this or like what? Like literally I had a conversation with a place where they're like, what do you, they go, what do you want to get paid? You know? Yeah. Instead of being like, here's what we could offer or being, and like, I was like, well, I don't know. I'd like to get paid some of this. They're like, yeah, we can't, <laughs> we're not gonna be able to do that for a job that they didn't even <laughs> offer me, you know? Like, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's a place that every single time I've had to, like, potentially work with them, uh, it's been negative for me, you know? Mm-hmm. To the point where I was like, I'm done with this. Like, I, I you know? 100%. And it's funny. So, whatever. And that's my own personal thing and blah, 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 you know? And I could be negative about it, and I will. With just to say that, like, sometimes I hire people where I'm like, that person can't even fucking lick my boots, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what is going on with that place. And I'm not even saying as a matter of opinion. I'm even saying as a matter of resume. You know what I mean? Just like simply put, you know? Yeah. Now, the other thing is that most people that I've dealt with when I've been in these like times where I'm going to get fake hired by WB, none of them are there anymore. Okay? None of them. And Mm -hmm. some of them have been publicly fired in a shameful way, right? Like in a way where when they leave the company, it's almost humiliating to them. You know, and I'm not like Sean Ross Sapp or whatever. I'm essentially just like a mark, but I'm a comedian first and a writer first, you know, and uh, and I, I work on getting I'm working on like, you know, uh, it, you know, I have a lot of changes in my life. You guys, I work on getting shit out of my life. That's like any kind of no energy or like punching mm-hmm. walls of brick, you know, I mean, I literally so, moved to another state to get rid of all that. Exactly. I've seen that in you. But here's how this mm-hmm. relates to this podcast, and this is not why this is my therapy session. The no, day, I love this topic. The day that Vince McMahon <laughs> is announced to step down is the day that I get asked to commentate for, like, a big professional wrestling event. Okay? And, right? And it was such a weird thing because... Synchronicity, bro. It's such a weird thing because I'm sure, whatever, it's some kind of, like, coincidence, but there's something where it's like, 
it's not a coincidence. It's synchronicity. It makes right. sense. Yeah, there. You so all those, hard, all it, those. It, it, listen, listen, yeah. listen. All those no's that you got, you just got the ultimate. Like, wow. Okay, now it makes sense. Like all those no's happened for finally. Now this guy goes away, and like I'm getting a yes in another department on the same day when this guy goes away, and be grateful that now you can look back and be like, I'm so happy all those no's happened. Right. Even though they made me feel like absolute shit and made me question probably a lot about myself because now it makes me realize that I'm looking back on that. And like, there's so much more that I can be doing for wrestling outside of what just WWE is. That's how you I, I, exactly. And also the other thing is that I'm like, well, wrestling is, is not what I do. It's just something I enjoy, you know? Exactly. And so I got sucked to this place of like by succeeding at what I actually do. And then I started a podcast, this podcast, uh, when I was at UCB, they're like, hey, start a podcast about something you like. And I was like, oh, wrestling. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's actually not what happened. They started, I had a wrestling podcast. I was like, oh, I'm just start something. When I moved to LA and I was like, I didn't really have much going on in LA, even not even like I had friends here, but I didn't have much of like a functional life here. You know, I was like, all right, I'll do a podcast because that's something I could do. Like literally I remember when I first moved to LA, they were like, I, I had a meeting with my agent. Like, I was transferred from the New York to the L.A. agent. And they're like, yeah, your meeting is in three weeks. So I had a meeting to meet with my agent to start auditioning. And I had to wait three weeks just to have the meeting to, like, get set up. Right? Crazy. So I was like, I got to do a podcast, you know? <laughs> At the time, I was watching so much wrestling, you know? Because I was, like, doing, I was building Ikea furniture. Uh, 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 Jamie was going to a writing job, and I would just build Ikea furniture. And, uh... And watch wrestling. And I was like, all right, I'll just talk about wrestling. I feel like I have so much to say, you know? And you listen to those uh, first episodes where it's like you, you should Jeff re- Hardy themes music. Yeah. Re-release the first episode, like, with this episode, too, as, like, a like an add-on. Like, because we talked about the first episode, like, repost the, the first episode with it. Because I want to go back and listen to that, but I don't want to scroll all the way down to get it. <laughs> I don't even know if that's possible, but. Uh, yeah, and so, <laughs> that would be fun. But. So anyway, the point is, is that uh, I kind of got sucked into this place of like, oh, hey, maybe you'll work at WB. And I'm like, oh, I need a job, you know, but it's not really what I wanted to do. You know, like anytime I was going in for WB, I'd be like, I, I, I have to do it because I'm such a fan just to be behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I would see the culture every time and be like, oh, fuck, that is not for me, you know, um, and, and and some of it, you know. I guess there are some roles, I'm sure, and I whatever, I bite my tongue. You know, maybe, uh, uh, but, all right, the point was just mostly that, uh, uh, like, I'm like, hey, well, you know, I'm going to keep just doing what I do, which is, like, comedy, acting, writing, you know, I'm going to be working on that, and then if the wrestling things come up, they do, you know, because mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the wrestling world and WWE was dominated at the time, is so fucking nuts it is you know mm-hmm. and if it's, it's interesting if it's gonna be it started changing well, you gotta get offered you, that thing so it's I, funny, I, I, was, I thought i was really done looking for anything and i and i, I i'm not saying that anything has changed in that well way, look how look how weird let me feeling. let me let me break it another way down for you too is that like you do this show where like you almost forgot that you were even doing it right in front of and what turns out to be in front of so many AEW wrestlers that you are marks for that you yeah. see all the time. And 
I think it kind of makes you, and it made you realize that, oh shit, I just got to do my wrestling content stuff that you've been working on to make better. And you do all this. Now you're doing it in front of probably the most wrestlers and even more unique faces that you've, that haven't heard your, your, your stuff. You don't think those people fucking go back the next day and be like, Oh, like they're all talking about that event the next day in the locker room and stuff and how much fun it was. I'm sure people are giving Ryan, yo, that guy, Dan was so fucking funny. You know that, that you, you are now opening outlets by doing the same thing that you've always done now more than ever, you know? And I think that's going to be interesting to see how that's going to pop up even more. Cause I really honestly think that people talked about your set and your comedy, and that's something that thoroughly exists in a setting like AEW, you know, and now it's getting you an opportunity to do something else that came from it too. So it's like, boom, like keep, keep doing what you're doing. In my opinion, keep keep like it's funny because you're really honing your craft now more than ever and i think more than anything and i what's happened for me is you realize one your potential two how fucking good you are at what you do right i i i've never felt more confident in my whole entire life in my professional career than i do than now and I yeah. I had to leave where I was in order to realize that. And I got to a place. I, I was just in Dallas for 12 days for work, working for a very high-end retail brand company, doing multiple events, managing departures and transportation and arrival from airports, pretty much by myself with one other person. And in it was, I've never realized how good I was at something until I, got done with it and look back and I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah, like man, I'm really fucking right. good at what I do. Like, and it went off without a hitch. I, I mean, the, the praise and the shit that I got back from the company alone. And then also being able to show a new company, what I'm capable of. I, I think it's just a, it's, it's a unique time. And, and yeah. what I would say to people out there is I'm not telling you to quit your job tomorrow, but if you're not happy where you are, you need to start putting your energy towards the things that make you happy. And in turn, you'll find that shit. Like, wow. honestly, because Cause I, Just you know, the it took of me Vince leaving has made you and I so much more mentally healthy. Look at this. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I've never felt better. <laughs> I hope I honestly really hope that by before the end of this year, he is completely gone. And I think it's this is something that it's like, I don't know why it's funny. It's like we had this, this one interesting podcast. We Wrestling had. doesn't need Vince McMahon. Because anymore. you're right. Like, not from having this conversation and thinking, really thinking about it, and I'm glad we did it this way. I'm glad I didn't know that information at the beginning of the podcast, you know. I was, and I was kind of going about my normal way of just being, "Hey, this is rich guy shit," you know. Not that I was uh, well, brushing and sexual misconduct in the work, but I just want to say, real quick, like, you're right. Well, real, wait, 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 let me just say, you're right. Which is like, I'm just saying, it's like it's time for pieces of shit to go from things. You don't yeah. need to be the he- piece of shit to be ahead of something. And, like, we've seen Vince unapologetically, uh, even in that, like, Pat McAfee-like podcast, you know, where he's like, you know, uh, 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 you know, he's like, oh, if I'm an asshole, then, like, that's what you are. And, like, it's like, look, I get it. You got to be strong to be at the top. But, like, you know, do you need you can be an asshole, but do you need to be a fucking asshole? You know? Yeah. I don't know. You're right. I mean, you're right. It, 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 his time has passed. He doesn't fit the culture of the world we live in. You know, and like you can take step backwards with backwards with Trump. But I thoroughly believe like progress is a it, it happens. And it's not that he's not the culture of the fucking world that people want. You know, uh, even if you even if like it sometimes feels like that, it's like 
you know, uh, so many topics that seem like controversial when you look at the stats, like 90% of the country wants that, right? It's just, yeah. you know, and you start think, you start realizing like, whoa, um, I, uh, this is going to make me seem so weird, but, uh, eh, fuck it. I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way, but too low. What were you I'm not going that way. I, fuck, I, I, was, I had an epiphany moment. I'm going to keep it in my mind. I had, a, but, I, had a, <laughs> I had a point to make, and I was trying to remember what it was and where you were going. Or I was trying to cut you off, but I don't know. Yeah, man. pro it wrestling just, needs to. Pro wrestling needs to. You know, WWE. Enough. Look, AEW is never gonna. Is it's not never, but AEW is never going to be perfect. And AEW and WWE both existing and both being healthy and both having different cultures and doing what they do is great for the fan. You know, and it's yeah, great for the But ecosystem. it needs to be great. It needs to be there's no reason why wrestling wrestling is a platform more than any other like professional sport or anything that can really be accepting to all. You know, like I mean, look across the board, you're starting to see like it happening more. I mean, it's 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 really beautiful, but like it can be even better and it shouldn't have to be uh, only one woman's match a week on AEW Dynamite, like right? It does. It shouldn't have to be uh, Nyla Rose and and Sunny Kiss not getting TV time. Like, let's if the talent is 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 great and 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 it should be an inclusive place for people to come because talent is talent. It doesn't matter. Like these people are fucking incredible. And if people do fucked up shit and they are not making it a healthy working environment where people don't feel comfortable coming and we need to get rid of those fucking people. And the only way you set that fucking example is by looking at everybody and being, Oh, I know what I was going to say, but like shout out to the board of directors for fucking actually identifying this. Be like, fuck this. Like, I mean, I know it's more about money to them, like less about the yeah, moral compass of it of all for so long. Yeah. But it's all about money to them. Like you're just spending our money, like to, to do fucking things. It's less about that. Like, you know, and more about like, yeah. but like now is the time. So let's just fucking do it. Like, I mean, enough. It sh there should be so much better things happening. And there's so much incredible talent out there. Wrestling could be that for, for, for entertainment and for culture and for so much. It's all there. The pieces are all there. It's time to fucking just do it. You know what? Like, it's we're all we all and with that would come better fan bases you weed out all the fucking pieces of shit that spend their time talking mad shit about people and talking down about people like just make it a fucking good fucking culture and a good fucking piece of form of entertainment like and the it starts with getting rid of vince and honestly if they don't do it yeah and then it's just going to be business as usual and this is look this is insensitive you know because I'm, I'm going to the kayfabe, but this podcast has always been deep into the marketry, you know. When it comes to kayfabe, you know, uh, I think WrestleMania 38 was a great way for Vince to go out, you know, uh, uh, right? Coming back in there, and uh, he, he's got, he, he gave Austin Theory the rub here, you know. Um, yeah, another piece of shit. I, I, I don't know anything about that. I'm sure he is a piece of shit. I know Riddle's I'm just, a piece of shit. I'm just too. saying, but that's like part of it. Like by doing this, you look how Vince caters to some of these guys, regardless of what they've done. You know what I'm saying? So that culture needs to change. And when you do that, 
more yeah. fucking more and people. And also, he doesn't require them to even acknowledge it either. You know, which right. is like you know, which is he'll just change their name. He'll get rid of the Matt and Riddle, so it's harder for you to like. If you type in Riddle, it's harder for you to find out things about him. You know, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, whatever. I, you know, we're not gonna solve it all. It can't be uh, 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 heroes here. But <laughs> you're wearing the Vince shirt. Um, it. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about Will Osprey. I'm excited about Will Osprey and Orange Cassidy. Okay, let me tell you something. We're doing a complete 180 here. They they went about it a complete ass backwards way. But I don't. I I am. When I saw Orange Cassidy come back, I was so excited because he's one of the OGs. He's one of the guys that people love, and instantly you see a star, right? Instantly you see this fucking incredible professional wrestler <laughs> and he's going to go against Will Ospreay for the U United States IWGP fucking title. Like, come on. That is fuck cool as shit. And I honestly think the reason why Jay White hasn't picked somebody is because they're going with Mr. Opponent and it's going to be Kenny. And I so, think here's the thing. I uh, I'm just bringing up the official card here, but I can. It, it's for some reason hard to it's find. It's not much. It's not because it's not much, but Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Um, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. Is Tony, Tony Storm yeah. counts as, as Tony Storm. Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. <laughs> Tony. So anyway, dude, we didn't even talk about the event I'm announcing, by the way. Um, so, by the way, I mean, let's take one detour here because we talked about it. But I am this Sunday. I'll be the commentator for uh, uh, the show that's at the Lucha. Wait, this is official. Yeah, officially booked it. <laughs> the House of Lucha, or Republic of Lucha, it's called. Sorry, the whitest guy in America is commentating on the. Are you doing ring no, it's announcing not, it's or not commenting? All. So I'm I'm not even exactly sure yet. But the show Mid Solmar, which is already. It's already sold out. The show. Um, this uh, I, and I'm I'm uh, 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 gonna be on some sort of microphone. I believe I'm commentating. You know, this card is so sick, bro. Look up this card. All right. I'm looking right now. Midsummer Republic of Lucha, right? Yeah, it's hard to find the card though. That's the thing. They, it, oh my god. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah Dante yeah. Martin versus Bandito, Thunder Rosa <laughs> and Anakin yeah. Rosa versus Sky Blue and Black Danger. The Lucha Bros versus Johnny Caballero and Daga, or D-A-G-A, however you... Jacob Fatu versus Arez. Team Roll, which is Zocre, Lil Chulo, Lil Cholo, Danny Limelight versus Team Santina Bros. So far, that's it. I see. But fucking Dante Martin? Holy shit. Dante Martin Bandito? I mean, that's like one of the craziest matches I'm going to ever see. That's like yeah, insane. a mission is GA standing room, unreserved ringside seating, and uh, unreserved Sold out. first row ringside I'll seating. be doing commentator with uh, uh, no uh, outside chairs allowed. Yeah. So anyway, I, I got asked to do that, which could be fun. Um, and uh, 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 that came, yeah. So anyway, I'll be doing that as the commentator, and um, I don't have any other details yet. I mean, um, I still have a couple of days until it. But uh, if you're gonna be there, call the ten twenty mission, ten twenty Mission Street. It's in uh, Pasadena. South, South Pasadena. Yeah. So should be a good time. Uh, I think it's going to be on Fight TV on Wednesday. Oh, my God. 
So you'll he- be able to hear me on Fight TV, baby. Doing something that we don't know what, what it is. Well, I guess I'm commentating, but, I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm going to be doing it the way I want to do it, which is going to be funny, you know? So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is so. a perfect opportunity because they're not going to tell you what to do. So you get to do what you think is best. And I think you got you should keep going in with the mindset of going in with an open mind and seeing what it's like and, and, and going from there. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I mean, I, I know exactly how I'm gonna You're do it, which is I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna sell everything, you know. Yeah. Sell yeah, everything, yeah. but also get my funny jabs in. But not yeah, at yeah. the I don't need to do. I'm actually trained to not do things at the expense of the of uh, the offense and whatnot. Yeah. I, I wonder if I'm they're gonna be able to hear me uh, at the event or just for people on TV, you know. But whatever it'll be an experience but i'm excited to, i'm excited to do it you know i get to, i've never got to commentate an actual pro wrestling event i've done mostly comedy events you know um comedy nice. wrestling events but i mean i have the skills to do it and also the matches we did are pretty similar you know <laughs> just, bring some uh st- if you got stickers bring some stickers with you bring some stuff to start handing out to these things when you i do. should all right man i will, I, will. I have Listen, the box right here i know we do this pod but you know, now that you're getting these opportunities, you should really bring stuff with you. Just a little material, just a handout and be like, yeah, yeah here, here's a sticker. Boom. When Every time you talk to somebody, give them a fucking sticker. So I've also been approached to do a show um, <laughs> live weekly or biweekly, I believe, um, at a venue here at the Lyric Hyperion, which is a, a theater over here where they want, me to, they want on Monday we watch uh, kind of watch Raw with the crowd and uh uh and have fun so i'll, I'll fly be in doing for the that. first <laughs> fly in for the first show dad i actually will fly in for every show well i think the first show i'm supposed to do it on monday on june 20th uh, what yeah we talked about it but i think that's gonna be like a trial run that we don't pr- we don't promote as much you know what i mean right like a little uh, uh like a little pilot episode yeah like a pilot but i think it might be open if people want to come so if anyone yeah. wants to come to that just dm me and i'll tell you if it's st- if we're 100 percent doing it unfortunately i can't confirm it at the time of this recording 100 yeah i mean i gotta i gotta come out for that i mean well yeah if we do it never... regularly you should move to la and then we'll just do it uh, i mean i'll just i have work remote so what if i don't have work i'll just fly out yeah spend the fuck <laughs> couple days working in la i got yeah. no problem doing that All right, i mean but yeah so we're talking about doing something like that and um that could be fun because I'll start a cool relationship uh, with those guys maybe we'll do something you know we'll have some fun events mania weekend too so anyway the point is that like yes Sometimes with the podcast, I'm busy and it's hard to find our, our keep on our recording schedule. But I'm working on a lot of cool shit that will benefit all this going forward. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Now, okay, back to wrestling though with Forbidden Door. Okay, I will say this: Kenny, Kenny versus Switchblade is is the match. makes that card from. Like cool, to Bucks are champs now too. Right? Yeah, and Bucks are champs now too. So it's like it's getting interesting. Yeah, I mean, I would say this whole execution has been. Yeah, I have to pee. Keep me. talking. I have to pee. The whole execution has been a little sloppy for me because it's a little bit of titles are changing hands last minute, which is just like, oh shit, we need to move them for for booking sake. And you, you like to think in wrestling, they think a little more ahead to get ahead of you. Uh, but that being said. Uh, and I don't know why this card is not already like fully announced. I- I'm a little confused by that, but I kind of have faith. I- I'm turning around on it because when I watched the, which t- hopefully two will come back to comment, but 
this episode of Dynamite sold me. I really enjoy Switchblade as a um, mic. I, I, I like Switchblade's mic. I might just be... He doesn't say anything fantastic every time. But he uh, is... And maybe I'm relying a lot on that. Maybe I just like the accent, you know. But uh, I, I just... I, I, I dig him. I think one of the cool things about Switchblade is that he feels like such a New Japan guy. Like, yes, he has been on Dynamite. And so his match versus Hangman and versus Colden doing much for me, you know. But he does feel like now that they've made him the champion of New Japan, it's made Switchblade feel extremely New Japan-y. And him versus Kenny, that's a forbidden door match, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, 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 and we'll kill to watch that. Also... Uh, Moxley Tanahashi was a really great showdown. I don't know. I was a my only. I was a little bit like, what was Tanahashi wearing when I watched that? I was like, bro, why do you look way cooler? Moxley bro? Moxley also refused to give him the mic. <laughs> he tried well, to grab Tanahashi tried to grab that mic twice, and Moxley was like, I'm gonna keep going, man. Yeah, I think that probably the language barrier prevented them from hitting cues properly, because. Moxley seemed really intent on hitting his like I'm the ace bow line. You'll you'll be calling right. me ace, you know. I have a very important question. Imp- important. I don't even know how I just said important there. That was a yeah. weirdest way. I have a very important question to ask you. On a scale of one to ten, how convinced were you that that was Fuego del Sol? I I saw the spoilers beforehand. So I saw that it was uh Well, here's the thing, Sammy too. before I saw the match. But when I rewatched it and I saw them backing down the ramp, I know that I would never have thought that Sammy, you know? It's so funny because I got spoiled, but I saw, like, it was a picture of Jericho with Sammy still in the mask. I was like, right. Fuego helping Jericho. That's crazy. So then I watched the match. I'm, like, really expecting it to be Fuego the whole time. And then all of a sudden, Sammy's like, oh, fuck, I just... I I can't believe I got I think that's a double work. It never usually gets spoiled and you're like, yeah. oh that sucks. I, I saw it. Like you did. We had the opposite of the spoilers. Yeah. The spoil worked me even more. Right, because you, you saw just a fuego clip and you were like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's that's cool. Also, I also saw did Christian actually hit Jungle Boy with that concerto? Because I heard there was like something with him bleeding after and I like people were concerned. Was another thing I think. I think um, Tony Khan was like out ringside after the after that after it went off air, and I think I think our boy Christian outworked everybody with the concerto and fucking actually connected with yes. Jungle Boy. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. See, I'm watching it now. Let's see how this looked. It looked pretty gnarly. <laughs> Here we go. And I'm pretty sure Christian said that you raised a piece of shit to his parents and sister that were in the crowd. Oh, that, that did look pretty bad. Right? I think you caught him. Oh, let me see. It's hard to truly know. Truly. Oh, yeah. I think he caught him. Yeah. I think he caught him, right? Unless they, like, sold it, like, the time when... I don't think he caught him in a way that's going to really hurt him, but I do think he did catch him. I've I read something like uh, like someone was live and there was like a significant cut on Jungle Boy's head. Unless something like happened after the match that 
but yo uh oh my god <laughs> someone posted a carpool karaoke clip it's stephanie and triple h driving oh that? jesus it's just stephanie and triple h driving to the arena tonight and stephanie's like rocking out um anyway god people are lunatics all right but yeah so uh i was you know uh i i, I this forbidden door card is getting way better it's shaping up i'm just not sure why it's taking so long they, well they're just still missing i mean after this week of pro oh well we got Rampage but is okada tonight, but... wrestling uh not yet so there's a chance is okada gonna be on this card See, it's possible i have a feeling they're gonna make that that njpw match like a fatal four-way with like a mystery like guest and then hangman and cole maybe okada like they may make it they might just throw everybody into that fucking match okada is not expected to be a forbidden door from a lot of these that's the other thing too he will miss it i mean everybody's saying he's gonna miss it but no bushi no okada no omega no cody in the first ever njpw versus aw thing is like big fucking miss man Big now, fucking well, miss. With anything, Brian Danielson is that that wasn't confirmed either, right? <laughs> Not confirmed either, bro. I think there he might actually be injured, but <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> someone told me that CM Punk now lives near me. By the way, I heard this. Long Island? Oh, to L.A. L.A. Someone told wow. me that CM Punk now lives in my neighborhood. Oh, um, my brain just got fucked. By the way, I put a cooler next to my. Thing here, and I've, I'm on my third south. If I bumped into CM Punk right in my neighborhood, yeah, okay, I'd like, dude, get, go get some sleep, bro. You look so tired. I think I would approach him and be like, Yeah, I'd be like, uh, Punk, uh, 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 I'd be like, Punk, uh, please don't let this go poorly. I really don't want to have like a negative view of you, you know. Because it could easily be like, hey, I'm not signing up. Like, and I, and he's like ruined for me. Like he, he feels like a guy who can ruin himself for me. You know? Do you get that uh, vibe? I mean, of course I get that vibe. I think he's already kind of there. I mean. <laughs> well, obviously you don't like him. But but separate from that, I'm saying. I, mean, I like I like him. I, I respect the guy, honestly. Uh, but I just don't think. I think. Him coming back was a, a massive thing for professional wrestling history, but I really don't think he's capable of doing what he thinks he can still do. And I think it has been exposed over the last month and a half, hence why he also got injured. I mean, he botched. I've seen you're more negative, botches. You're in, emanating negative energy. He, uh, believed he, could fight, he, he believed he could win a UFC fight. He did two of them. Right. Well, that's why you get back into professional wrestling, because even if you do suck, you could still win a fucking heavyweight title. You know, yeah. that was pretty badass to see a punk, though. He had like two serious MMA fights. to go and get his fucking face blown up. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> badass, dude. <laughs> like oh, literally man. went and got his face blown up. Oh, my God. Well, well, anyway. well what else, man? I mean, look, a lot happening. I think Forbidden Door is going to be end up being very cool. Where you at on Obi Wan Kenobi? I didn't finish this last episode, but I watched. Pretty awesome. Um, it was good. I I watched. I really like. Fell asleep watching it, but I put it on when when I was like, I know I'm going to fall asleep, but I want to watch it. And I I mean, I think it it does a lot of the things that you love about Star Wars. That's why I liked it. Uh, 
So, yeah, yeah I guess. Like, I, 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 I turned it on. I was a little like, so here's the thing. Like, they, my they opinion, the coolest version of Vader we've ever seen happens in this episode, in my opinion. Okay, I'll check it out. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I like um, this episode. I was watching, and I was like, this one feels a little bit more on track. You know, that's how I was feeling, but I didn't finish it, so I can't really fully comment. You know. But yeah, episode, well, I don't know. I I mean, you're probably gonna say it sucks, yeah. and you'll, the I'll get text messages. Before this one was really bad. Interesting. At the one where they were like capturing Leia, I thought that I really did not like that. And um, um, th- this one it was a little bit like, all right, well, we can't survive their onslaught. That one, but we can like, and they're do they're just like kind of retreading old Star Wars shit, which is like, all right, well, but we can not be here when they get here. And you're like, all right, I've seen this. They've done this, so, but I didn't finish the episodes. But I'm like, they've done this so many times. Well, and this is why I'm a prequel apologist, even though the prequels have their problems. We've been through this a million times because in the prequels, okay, like I say that the story of episode one, two, three is unique. Like the whole trade blockade and uh, 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 between the Naboo, you know, and the Trade Federation, all the blockade. I like all that. I think it's very cool. I like that it's super political. I like that the prequels are very political. I find that cool because it's very different than 4, 5, 6 in that way. But then when 7, 8, 9 felt a little derivative where the First Order felt just like we're building another Death Star and we have to blow up the Death Star again, right? So Mm -hmm. this series is like now getting to the territory of like, oh, we're just retreading old Star Wars tropes. And that's a little bit where I'm like, uh, you know, like it's funny because I was bumping into my buddy, great comedian. Check him out, Mark Ellis. He's a very funny guy. I work out with him every morning. Um, and he he loves Star Wars. And we talk about Star Wars. And he was saying, he was like, yeah, my version of Obi Wan. So, similar to what I said in the last episode. He's like, my Obi Wan would have been like him, just like Obi Wan is like a drunk in a bar and he like does nothing the whole. Like yeah, instead of his, he's like a weak human yeah, now. Yeah, like that whole series. And I do think that's what they should have wrote is some kind of version where we see like a very downtrodden Obi-Wan building himself back up slowly. And I think what they did is they jumped right into episode one of like, uh, right in the first episode of like, he's back and it's crazy. And there's a young Princess Leia. And they, 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 they went for the fun at the expense of like making it feel real or making it, you know, feel like what we expect episode four is like kind of brooding and slow, you know, uh, on, on Tatooine. And I think that, you know, we probably should have felt something like that. But we don't really. Live well, I will that kind of episode five. I will say this of Obi-Wan Kenobi detour is we get exclusive footage of Anakin in the fields killing Yanglings. <laughs> <laughs> Like we see that multiple times. So uh, if you wanted to really bring that meme to life, it happens. Okay. Wow. And that's where Killing I find the joy. Eaglings? Execute order 66. Execute order uh, 66. Uh, uh, he, he, uh, Which we hear in that yeah, episode too. That's, they say so order wait, What does that mean that I love so much? Yeah. He's in the, uh, I there's saw footage in the hologram. Of, yeah. Uh, He's in the field killing, killing yinglings. yinglings. And, and then he's just smashing yinglings. yinglings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that that feels was like the, the, first, the first scene of Obi-Wan is them, like, is the is 66, right? Like, younglings being slaughtered. 
by uh, tr stormtroopers. That's another thing. Stormtroopers are very powerful in the prequels, and they suck ass. And <laughs> in episode four, five, six, they're pretty easy to kill. Mm -hmm. I don't even think they have a single kill. You know, <laughs> I don't think the stormtroopers have a single. I'm not sure if that's true, but I think they don't. They don't do anything. And this, they can kill a Jedi. If there's like five of them, they can all like gun down a Jedi. I'm just anyway, gonna say say no more. Yeah. Anyway, just keep my mouth closed. What a weird. Uh, what. Oh yeah, all right. I'll watch. What a weird, uh, you know, what a weird time we're in. But hey, Sasha Banks. We're not even sure if she's actually released, right? Yeah, it's not confirmed nor denied. Seems like they were going through a whole weird thing. You are right. It is like so funny. It's like they're so unprofessional. But then you're like, wow, look how unprofessional shit is at the top. You know, that is such a great point that you brought up. You know, it's like these mm -hmm. wrestlers are like so fucking mistreated you they know? went out of their way to say how unprofessional they were for abandoning and you know yeah and like they like just pretty much told everybody to fuck off we're tired of this and then they got they get fucking put on a fucking pedestal and, and made an example of when all this horrible shit and every what everybody already knew is going on is actually happening so you know what uh, I think wherever Sasha Bank wants to go in her Banks wants to go in her career, she is going to be insanely successful. All right, Tulo, I'm gonna go eat something. Yeah, well, me too, uh, man. Interesting time we live in. Thanks to Christina for lightening the mood. In one hour, we get to watch Smack. We get to watch Christina's SmackDown. Like, <laughs> before we started, she's like, you know, I'll come in and tweak at one point or so. A twerk at one tweak. point, right? Uh, tweak. Twerk at some point. I'm like, yeah, that's good that she came in. But I was being the most serious. <laughs> it's the most serious we've ever been on the pod. And I was like, get out of here. Like, I was trying to protect her. You know, like, this is not a good time. But you were right, man. You're right. <laughs> we were having Need fun. it. But, yeah, like, you know, a lot of positive things happening in the wake of negativity, folks. And uh, and uh, let's do it, baby. Hey, wrestling is uh, – let's see. Hey, it's, you know, even <laughs> – God, that would be so weird because I was, like, trying to bring up – I was trying to spin this positive. Like, Matt Riddle could win the champion, and that's a new era for WWE, and it is. And it sucks that he feels so weird, right? Mm-hmm. It sucks that he feels so weird. And, man, you know, I wish he would. I wish they could clear his name because he's such a great – he is a great talent, you know? You know, I, I don't even actually know what he did. I just uh, – I don't even remember the whole – like exactly the whole situation with him. But I remember – Let's not end on this. Um, we shouldn't end on this. But then the other thing is his wife came out recently, right? And talked shit about him. Well, they got divorced, I think. Right. But then she deleted something. She posted something. Oh, All right, okay. whatever. You know what? John Cena's back June 27th. <laughs> I know that, right? John Cena's flying They showed the clip the of him returning that money in the bank, and I was there when that happened, and I just remember how much fucking fun. I was screaming like a kid, dude. It was so much fun. I can't wait for him to come back. I think more than ever, though, we need – I was watching Raw, and I was like, I was like, man, we need serious Seth because – if Roman's gone, bro, I know the serious gone. Seth, dude. These guys doing the best work of his fucking career, and you're just I know, letting but he, it like he's he's got he is he, doing serious now, Seth. Yo, he is now truly like he is the locker room general of WWE. Like he really is like the guy. You know, I think this is an important time for him. Like I and I honestly think they have not catered to anybody better with storyline than Seth Rollins. Like yo, he took he ate those L's, but guess what? He's fucking gonna he's this is what they do. Like they like wins and losses really don't matter. But he ate those L's to get Cody over. Now Cody's away. Yeah, and but no one's gonna go away. And like this is Seth's time. And I honestly, he's 
he's 100% winning that briefcase. Yeah. And guess what? Talk about doing the best work of your career. He's going to do the best work of his career with that briefcase. And if they don't put it on him, then, you know, like, no, Drew McIntyre doesn't need it. No. Fucking Ricochet doesn't need it. Elias doesn't need it. Oh, we get, oh, no, that's Monday. Oh, yeah, that's, that's something we didn't talk about. But I said, I made this statement. If Elias is fucking real, okay, and and we've actually been faked by a, a twin brother of Ezekiel or whoever, I will literally stop watching professional wrestling. <laughs> I will stop. I won't be able to watch anymore. I'm so sick and tired of this bullshit, okay? All right? Again, worked now. If Ezekiel and Elias are standing next to each other in that ring on Monday, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm going to just... You'll never hear from me ever again. If Ezekiel turns out to be a different guy than Elias, the podcast is over. Over. (laughs) We got nothing left to talk about. Because at that point, it's over, dude. It's the ultimate work. It's the ultimate work. and you know, I, I can't. We can't even. We at that point, you don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. That's it. It's just, it's done. Oh man, that's telling so me much. the lie detectors were were right. <laughs> uh, but absolutely. Uh, that's a great place to lo- the, to end the pod. That's yeah. great. Too low. Hey, great talking to you. Great time, Christina. Thank you for your uh, your service. Uh, your service here and uh, everybody. Oh yeah, and she did the flip up on the chair. What yeah, is, this that, is a classic episode, I think. Right? Yeah, everybody, keep watching <laughs> wrestling. Uh, eat my ass. <laughs> say keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Everybody, keep watching wrestling. Say kisses. Kisses. Eat my ass. <laughs> All right. Cheers up. <laughs> Christina, say say eat my ass. Oh, I stopped recording on my end. <laughs> okay.